Well, let's welcome back Coach Tresky. Coach, do you have team updates for us? Uh, big team update is we're, we're really working on rebounding from Saturday's performance, uh, getting ready for a good St. Norbert team. Uh, one thing I'm really excited about is just the attitude and the effort that our team has had. Guys are really hungry to keep growing, getting better, um, and, and looking forward to a good test. Well, let's talk about last week's game, a, a tough loss against Aurora. Your overall thoughts on the contest. Yeah, I mean, Aurora's a really good team. Uh, we talked a week ago. It's the type of team you can't make, um, you know, small mistakes. They're going to take advantage of it, and they, they did, and they did fast against us. Um, it's unfortunate. Like, we, we felt like as the game progressed and we kind of settled in, um, we did some, some decent things offensively. I know defensively we, we fit the run very well. Um, they were averaging less than three yards a carry. So, like, there was positive things that came from it. But, um, you know, we just we shot ourselves in the foot too many times early with some, some pass protection issues and decision-making, stuff like that, um, that, that really hurt us. And then, you know, I think as a staff, we got to be better about helping um, with the emotion um, and also just making some, some on-the-fly adjustments to help our guys um, settle in. So it's, it's unfortunate. You know, you never want to lose the way we did, but we also feel like we, we learned a lot, and I'm excited to keep moving. Let's talk about the offense for a moment, because I, I understand the score was kind of lopsided, but there was a stretch of about 25 minutes where you guys seemed unstoppable on offense. You have to feel really good about where you guys were at in that game. I do. I mean, I think there's some things we did really nicely. It's, you know, the the – the challenge that's kind of been the story of our offense all year is, is we've had really good stretches, but we've lacked consistency. Um, and so we're really trying to push that, that, that element of consistency in practice, being mentally engaged, you know, play in, play out. It's hard to do. Um, we have a lot of young players, a lot of young, you know, first-time starters in the offense and stuff. So even, even our vets, it's still, they're still young players. Um, learning how to just center yourself play after play after play and, you know, I think as coaches trying to help, we got to help them do that between series too. That's definitely a huge part of it. So I'm encouraged. You know, you watch the film, it sounds crazy when you lose like that, but you're, you're looking and you're like, hey, we're, we're a play away or a missed assignment, you know, just a technique here. And all, suddenly you're looking at, you know, big time plays on the board consistently. We're almost there. Um, but yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to be in week seven, week eight, week 10 of the year saying, hey, we're almost there. Like we got to, we got to start making it happen. One of the things I was also impressed with is watching the game is that receiving core really looks like Matt Davis feels comfortable with three or four guys and looks like he knows he can find somebody open to make completions. I agree, yeah. You definitely saw it when they started playing us in man coverage, um, and that's really a test of, of your, your individual skill and then the connection between the cue and the, and the receiver. Because in man, there's not a lot of reading. It's it's I'm taking I trust this player to win. I'm gonna let it let it fly to the spot and trust he's gonna get there. And we've got we've got quite the group in the receiver room right now to make that happen. Obviously some vets from last year, you know, with Carter and Jordan and Trey and those guys. Um but you know, our young players too are, are showing that they can be counted on. Javi Maria had another great game. Um you know, I think Davion Towns is another guy that we think can step in. Keith Johnson got some reps for us. and I mean, there's some guys that, that we think can really step up for us. So, Your players of the game. Um, so players of the game, I mentioned Javi. He was our offensive player of the game. Um, you know, really made some nice adjustments on the ball. Anytime he got them out of man coverage. Um, so that's, that's a huge compliment as a receiver when you can change the scheme of, of the opposing team. Um, couldn't have done that without the you know the looks that we're getting in scout team. Um, there was quite a few. Kaysom, um 
McFadden was a guy we, we really felt good about in the secondary. And then our scout D player of the week was Isaiah Griego, one of our linebackers just flying around. Um, you know, Roar's probably got the best linebacker in the league in, in, um, in number 13. And uh, I thought Isaiah did a nice job replicating that. Um, defensively, you know, Mitch Smarzinski continues, you know, to do a great job making hustle plays and plays in the backfield. Um, you know, our channel, we got to keep him healthy, plays so hard. Sometimes he just gets beat up. So we got to get him to play, play more healthy, but, um, he had two, I think a sack and two TFLs, um, was just all over the field when he, when he was playing for us. So did a nice job. Scout O, um, Caleb Riley, freshman O lineman has been really growing. Um, and then Jesse Kelly just had a great week as one of our scout receivers. Um, just, he's a converted Q. So I'm really proud of him. Um, he's just working on his game week in and week out. And he's a guy that we've really seen step up in big, big ways. Uh, specials. We loved, you know, the punting that Drew Mears brought to the table. He flipped the field a few times. Unfortunately, we didn't cover one of them very well, but you know, Drew, I think has been a nice addition to that unit. Um, he's averaging like 36 plus per punt, um, which is a huge, huge tell, especially as we get in some close game. And we feel like this stretch moving ahead, you know, there's going to be some, some very like um, competition. And so we want to make sure, you know, the hidden yards um, are taken care of. And Drew's a guy that does that for us. And then the warrior of the week was, was Jared Garcia. Um, freshman DB, actually high school teammates with Javi. He, he was a guy that was literally on our, he was on our scout team um, entering the week, had a JV game on Monday, and we he gave him some reps at corner, and he just was phenomenal, did a great job. And um, to the point where we started mixing him in, some, get some reps, and he ended up playing over half the game and played very, very well. Um, so he's going to be on the field a lot more for us. So just showed, like, the perseverance, the grit that he had, and, the, you know, he's willing to push himself no matter the circumstance. This week you take on St. Norbert. They may be the best team in the conference. So your keys for this contest? Um, yeah, they're a, very, they're a good football team. Very sound, well-coached. They play a different style of football than Aurora. Um, I think Aurora is a little bit more explosive um, offensively and defensively, whereas you know I think St. Norbert does everything they can to limit the big play. Um, they'll try to control the clock, and they do it very well. Um, I respect Coach McCarty. He does a great job with that program. And so we got to be be ready for that type of football game. Um, it's going to be an intense Saturday for us, one where we got to be ready to play four, four quarters. Um, you know, I think our goals are to try to limit, you know, their their, their best receiver. Um, he's had a nice year so far, um, and we got to be consistent in the run game um, to have the type of Saturday that we'd like. They have very good defense, limiting, uh, limiting opponents to about 320 yards and 13 points per contest. How do you prepare for a defense like that? Um, well, I think you, you look at like what, what allows them to have the success they've had and how do you try to eliminate you know, their, their best strengths as best you can. Um, and then you try to find out you know, where, where are some weaknesses either in scheme or personnel. You know, and when, when they play that well, it's hard to say they have a ton, but um, those are the things that you look for. There's a few things that we really like this week. I think the biggest key when you play a defense of that caliber is you got to be patient. You know, you got to be, you got to know that, you know, a defense like that, if you're getting a three or four yard gain, that's a huge win because it keeps your offense on time. It leaves the playbook open. Um, they don't surrender gash plays, you know, like maybe some of the other teams that 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 we see. So um, it would be a good test for us offensively. Um, 
it'll be a, a game where I think special teams is, is really critical. I know we talked about that the Lakeland week as well. Um, I, I see it playing out very similar again this week too, um, and I'm, I'm just excited to see you know, how our guys have grown. Well, let's jump into fan questions this week. We'll start with Bill, who says, Coach, this may seem like a silly question, but I'm just curious. You have a Warrior of the Week each week during the season who helps to prepare the team for the upcoming contest. I understand that two weeks ago was a bye week, but do you still have someone that you honor for their contribution and enthusiasm during the week where the team is off? Um, no, that's a great question. Actually, we, we, the way we've done it, whoever wins the Warrior of the Week prior, they, they get a two-week uh, award. We have not done it over the oh. bye week. It's not a bad idea. So. Connor, um, Connor Martin was our Warrior of the Week, and we had this big, like, WWE-style belt um, that the guys, you know, pass along um, week to week, and they get to rock it for the week and stuff. Um, so Connor had the belt for two weeks. So um, we have not done it that way. That's a good idea, though. Joe would like to know, were there any players on the team who were who they or their family were impacted by Hurricane Ian, and are they okay if there were? Um, we've been we've been very fortunate. We we do have some Florida guys on the team. Um, fortunately, none of them were were dramatically impacted. I mean, I think a lot of people in Florida were impacted in, in some way, but um, not to the de- devastation that you saw, especially in that Fort Myers area. So we're very thankful for that. Um, definitely, have been been praying for those in Florida um, and for for their family members um, that they may have in those areas. But yeah, fortunately. Um, we have not had like a, a direct impact on guys um, in that area. Thomas asks, he says, Division One football increased to 12 games about 10 years ago. The NFL increased to 17 games a few seasons ago. Would you like to see Division Three increase to 11 games? Um, yeah, I definitely would be open to. I think for me, like you work so hard um, as a team, as a staff, you know, for your season. It's really tough with. 10 contests is not very many. You know, I, I think that's part of what makes them special. Um, you know, you only have 10, so you got to maximize them. But they go very quick, um, very quick. I, our conference, actually, I'm really excited. So our conference has um, kind of had an agreement with the Midwest Conference. So there's the, the runner-up in both leagues are going to play in a postseason bowl. Um, it's called the Lakefront Bowl. Um, so that's a really cool opportunity, you know, I think for, for – at least two teams in, in our league are going to get a chance to play an 11th game guaranteed, um, which I think is a great thing for the guys, and I think it helps your, your program develop. You know, you look at um, some of the historically strong programs, a St. John's or a Whitewater, like those programs every year get at least one more week of, of preparation, one more game, potentially two, three, you know. So those things like are a cumulative effect where all your developmental players, your young players are just getting better um, in addition to learning what it takes to play at that level. So, um, yeah, I would say if, if, there, if there was another game, I would, I would support it for sure. Next up we have Jake who says, besides football, what is your favorite sport to watch at Wisconsin Lutheran? Um, well, at, at Wisconsin Lutheran, that's, that's a nuanced question. At Wisconsin Lutheran, I would say, even though I love all the, all the teams, you know, our soccer teams are crushing it right now. Women's volleyball is a great job. Um, you know, I love both our basketball teams. I'm, I'm going to be a little biased. My son's going to be playing baseball, so you will definitely see me at some, some Warriors baseball games. I've already been at the, the scrimmages and stuff. It's been fun to watch those guys work hard and compete. So um, I love all our sports, but I got this is a little place in my heart for, that, for baseball. Lizzie says, Coach, you look like you were in good shape. 
so I gather that Halloween candy is not on your list of items to consume. Am I right about that? That is that is fair. Uh, I don't know if I'd say I'm in great shape. I feel like I'm in terrible, not not my best routine right now um, with workouts and stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm not a big candy guy, um, so Halloween kind of gets lost on me from that standpoint. Um, actually, funny Halloween story. So my son, my oldest son, is not a big candy guy either. And um, when he was little, like four or five, I remember taking him to uh, the neighborhood near nearby and walking to the houses. And two things that I'll never forget from that night. First off, he's like four or five, so like you should be at peak candy excitement, right? And we we were done in like six houses. Like we we went to like the first stop sign. He's like, all right, I want to go home. So that was the, that was the first thing I took from it. And the second thing was that um, he was more excited. There was one house that gave him a bag of pretzels. That was like he was so much more excited about that than like any other king size candy bar or anything else that you could have given. Was like he wanted. The salty treat. So I, I would say I probably fall in that same category as, as him. Next up is Mike. would like to know with it Halloween with Halloween coming up soon. Are you a superstitious person? Uh, I am not very superstitious. Um, I don't have like lucky socks or anything like that. I don't. I don't really like put a lot of stock into bad luck. Um, you know, I, I obviously do believe in in supernatural. I believe in in the Lord and, and the Holy Spirit and all those things. But I, I just. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't put a lot of stock in, into superstition. And we'll end this week with Coach Tresky's words of wisdom. Uh, so biggest words of wisdom for us, you know, I, I'll, I'll share what I share every Monday with the guys. So this week we, we talked about um, actually the, the verse from James 1, um, which was, was learning how to, to, to take a look at the, the trials in our life, um, the things that, that really test us, and to view them in a different perspective. Um, God's word tells us those are the things that allow us to, to be mature and complete. When we learn to persevere through hard moments, we're actually being refined and being completed. Um, and so, you know, while a game like Saturday, really, you know, that's a hard bus ride home and it's a long weekend and stuff like that, like we have to look at moments like that in our lives. And obviously with, with things that are even more, I would say, more significant than football games, those moments are moments that God is, is helping us learn and grow and become better if we take the right perspective and if we have faith that God is going to allow us to do that. So uh, my encouragement to anyone that, that would listen is, you know, if you're going through something right now, and um, I know there's a lot a lot of stuff, you know, that, that, that people are battling, I want you to give it over to God. I want you to pray on it. I want you to trust that he is with you in that moment. And I want you to trust for something even greater in that that he is going to make you better because of it, that greater good will come because of the, te the testing that you're, you're facing now. So that's been our wor words of wisdom this week. Fantastic. Coach, thanks for joining us this week. Yep, thank you so much, Rob.